0: So tonight tonight's lesson is forgiveness and sometimes that's hard but I try to make these lessons more fun than dreary because today has been dreary enough so you have a piece of paper and you have an envelope don't open the envelope till the end so let's play a game how do you make hard decisions Do you toss a coin do you ask others opinions do you leave it up to chance i literally heard someone tell me if i walk outside and there are no clouds in the sky then i'm going to do this okay of course i'm trying to send somebody out to see so if we need to persuade them to do something else and i had somebody one time tell me in one of my 12-step groups she said she said the next time i'm in a drive-through and somebody pays for my coffee I'm going to do what you're asking me to. Okay? She's now in leadership. She's now serving in recovery ministries. <laughs> but how do you make hard decisions? So let's play a game. I want you to think of someone that has really hurt you. I mean, like, you just can't let go of it. It's not that you want to seek a vengeance or anything like that, but it really hurt you. You know, I tell many times that it's, the hurt doesn't always bring the tears, but it can bring an emotional disconnect. And it is very scary when we emotionally disconnect from people. That puts us in a very scary place because depression can sneak in. So usually, with a plain piece of paper, I ask people to write a name or write a letter. I'm not asking y'all to write anything tonight. But this is what I want you to do. I want you to crumble that, that blank piece of paper up The whole time I want you to think about that person that hurt you. Crumble it up, just wad it up. Now don't be thinking like if this was their head or their heart or anything like that because I saw some smirks. I might have a beam of light right in my pupil, but I saw some smirks. Now this is what I want you to do. Imagine, at first I was going to bring a bucket, but imagine that this Whole platform would be a bucket. If, <laughs> I know I'm taking a leap of faith here, I'm glad they're just paper. <laughs> I started bringing ping-pong balls and the Holy Spirit said you don't want to do that. There would be an ER story probably after that one. This is what I want you to do though. I want you to take that piece of paper and I want you to try to land it from where you are. You can stand up, you cannot walk past that row <laughs> Make sure all my instructions are clear. You cannot walk past that row of chairs, but I want you to throw that piece of paper as hard as you can and make it land up here. So go ahead. (laughs) Man, I need a tennis racket for this. (laughs) Right. I know, I feel like I need to get ready to swat yours down. Just swat it to the ground. So if yours landed up here, whoever that is that hurt you, you have no option but forgive them. Cut and dry. You have to forgive them. Now I understand this is like a half-hearted attempt. You know, it's kind of a weird, twisted game, but think about it. If somebody hurt you so bad, and we used this game to decide whether we were going to forgive somebody or not, If you told me ahead of time I had to wring a garbage pan, a garbage bucket, to forgive somebody, I might go to the other side of this room just to make sure I couldn't. So I go, see, I don't have to forgive them. That was rules. I played by your rules. And I twisted those rules to what I wanted them to be. So here's the switch. What if you handed that piece of paper to the person that hurt you, and you told them, you can get it up here, I'll forgive you. If you don't, I will hate you for the rest of my life. I will seek revenge 24/7. I think everybody would be lining up right where they're supposed to to make sure that it landed where it needed to, right? To force you into forgiveness. But forgiveness is not a forced thing at all. So two weeks ago, we did the lesson on amends. And I said that amends was like having a Mason trial. And so forgiveness is like having the bricks and mortar. There is a bridge between us and our relationship bridge, whether it's friends, spouse, whatever, doesn't matter. There is a bridge. And when the hurt happens, our bridge starts to break down. Now amends is having the trial and you're offering amends, but forgiveness is the brick and mortar. It takes both working together to rebuild this bridge. Now, amends is saying, I did this, I hurt you, I am responsible, and I want to apologize through my words, my actions, and my future decisions. So forgiveness is saying, I acknowledge your amends, I see you are trying to be a different person, I offer a peace treaty, if you will, based on your words, your actions, and your future decisions. So now, when someone makes amends, they're acknowledging what they've done wrong, and that's to cleanse their heart. That's to try to start the healing process. that That's all it is, is a start. But when you go to make amends, the responsibility of the breakdown transfers from you to the person you are asking forgiveness from. If they choose not to forgive you, then the broken bridge responsibility transfers to them. I'll say that again. Amends is coming to you saying, I did it. I wanna cleanse my heart. I want to admit where I am wrong. Forgiveness on the other side is where that person acknowledges, and you kind of meet in the middle. That's basically what it is. You're rebuilding that bridge. Now that bridge is not like an open access. There's boundaries. Each side controls the gate. But if that person doesn't offer forgiveness, then the responsibility, the conviction of the heart from amends is now transferred to the one that will not give you forgiveness. Did you know that in Scripture, the word forgive appears 59 times in the Old Testament and 62 times in the New Testament? Now, this is based on the NIV. When we say the Lord's Prayer, we say, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So let's put a spin on this game. What if. God's sitting there on the mercy seat. And he's tossing paper balls. And on each piece of paper is my name and my sin. And God is sitting there just casually tossing. Just, if I wring the bucket, I'll forgive her. If I don't, she knows consequences. He's just tossing How horrible would it be if God decided to forgive us based on that mentality? So let's put the spin on it. What if God handed us the piece of paper and said, "Toss it, and if it rings, I'll forgive you." I don't know about you, y'all. Yeah, I'd be walking straight up there. I'd be like, "Let me, let me, let me straighten out the creases. <laughs> let me just lay it down real easy." You know, no pride, no no boastfulness, and then I want to back away to make sure nobody sneaks in and, like, takes that piece of paper out, you know? But in a sense, that's what God does. He gives us the responsibility. We're the ones tossing that forgiveness or withholding that forgiveness. God allows us the opportunity to offer forgiveness in order to be forgiven. He allows us to stand in the exact place to offer that forgiveness. So if we choose not to forgive the person who hurt us, where does that leave us when we seek forgiveness from God? We pray to the Lord asking for forgiveness of our debts as we forgive our debtors, but. Our hurt or our wounds, they really make us want to seek revenge, and when we do that, we mock the amends that was given to us because we withhold forgiveness. Matthew six fourteen and 15 says, for if you forgive other people, when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive. But if you do not forgive others of their sin, your Father will not forgive you of yours. I don't know about you, but man, Matthew six kind of makes me think of all those other people. I'm Not trying to be rude, but there is nobody worth me going to hell for eternity. It's not worth it. I don't care what they did to me. And I just like you, I've got a long list of it. There's nobody worth that. Forgiveness is not saying that the other person is right. Just because they offer amends doesn't correct everything, but it's an opportunity to set us free of our wounds. It's an opportunity to set us free for eternity. Withholding forgiveness is like drinking poison and waiting on the other person to get sick while internally we're the ones dying of pain. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Are you willing to withhold All the forgiveness, only to become a prisoner of your own wound? Are you ready to be set free? Are you ready to soar on wings like eagles with pure freedom above the clouds? Now is the time to bring your hurt to the cross. Jesus did not toss names at the base of the cross to decide who he was going to be crucified for. He died for all of us. He died for all of us without withholding anything. When Jesus gave the ultimate sacrifice for our forgiveness, he didn't even know that we walked on the earth yet because we hadn't been created yet. He didn't see us face to face. He didn't witness our sins, but he knew what we were going to do. God knows every move we're going to make. He knows how we're going to hold on to our wounds. Jesus went to the cross to be the ultimate sacrifice for all of us to be forgiven and to be washed clean. God knows the struggle of our hearts. God knows that we're going through a process. Freedom is found 24 times in the Bible. Second Peter 219 says, They promise them freedom, while they themselves are slaves to to depravity. For people are slaves to whatever masters them. If you don't offer forgiveness, your wound becomes your master. You have an envelope. And if you're ready to offer forgiveness, and you're ready to come to the altar. Doesn't mean you have to come up here. You can go to the back tables. But if you're ready to get up from where you are and move, as the praise band comes up, I invite you, only when the music starts, to open that envelope, find you a place away from everybody else, and talk to God about your wounds so that we can genuinely give forgiveness so that we may be forgiven. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. The gracious Heavenly Father, what is in that envelope is a game changer decision. God, no matter what the enemy tries to throw at us and wants us to hold on to and to become prisoner to, Lord, I ask and pray that every heart is set free from the wounds that is trying to master and force them into slavery, God. You've seen my struggle, you've seen me sit and cry when I wanted so bad just to see other people hurt an ounce of what they've done to me. And you said to me, vengeance is mine. And you poured over me a calm and peace like never before. God, right now I ask that anybody struggling, you do the same thing, your hand rests upon them. You cover them, cloak them with a calm and peace so that that forgiveness is so easy and they never hold on to it ever again. Lord, we ask all things in the precious and holy name of your Son. Amen.